Hey, Brian, how's it going? Man, what's up? Hello, Vietnam. Okay, okay, we're going right into it. Guys, welcome back to There's Gotta Be a Line, the show where we talk about anything and everything in our minds, and if there's a line, we're going to cross it. Are we, though? I think they were a pretty safe podcast. Sure, sure. So tonight, um, in case you haven't known from the sometimes unbearably uncomfortable statements made here, uh, at least for some of you, one of us in this makeshift studio is African-American. No, I'm white, dude. I'm white. I'm white. White power, baby. <laughs> He's got great credit, though. Great credit. Hey, um, I got approved for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to let him take the lead tonight because he wants to talk about how the um, how a particular movement that you may have heard of didn't really do shit for anyone. All right, let's do this. Dear white people, what did that blackout square on Instagram do for your black friends? Like, what was the point? Like, yeah, some corporations, like, at least, like, they they made an attempt to hire black people. But as far as that, though, I mean, I didn't see, like, a growth in, like, black leaders, um, black entrepreneurs. I mean... I try my best to invest my black dollars in black-owned products, but as far as that, though, I mean, I saw a square from all of my white friends, and then they were like, oh, well, that was it. I did it for social media, guys. Cool. I'm done. How do you feel, Nick? What have you done for black people? Have oh, you given... Oh, you're going to on the spot like that. I actually did for my birthday this last year when Facebook asked you to do the, the fundraisers. I did it for the, um, like, bailing out people who were arrested at the, the protests and stuff. I um, get it. Nice, nice, nice. But you know, um, are you going to date a black girl next? You know. Ooh! <laughs> Listen, there are some very beautiful black women. Listen, if Rihanna or, which, by the way, guys, that is how she says that she says her name. So that is the correct way to say it. She also has an accent just like me. You know how British people say, um, fuck, what, what did they Nigel! Yeah. My name's Nigel! Yeah, yeah Nigel! It's, <laughs> it's Nigel, but it's Nigel! But, um, no, or Beyonce, Queen B, for sure. Beyonce Knowles Carter, we, Listen, love you. we love you so much. I Don't put me on the spot like that. I love some ethnic women, okay? You don't need to question my authenticity. I'm questioning. For the black movement. Because of my dating preferences. Oh, so you're saying that you don't date black girls? Listen, when I was in sixth grade, I did date a black girl, and she terrified me. But only because she was, like, much bigger than I was, because women mature more quickly than men. And Oh, I just thought I that she meant frightened. she was fat, so I was like... Oh, right. no, no, I was just frightened. I was just frightened. I was very small all through, like, K through 12, so it's not... Just like your penis. It's not out of bounds. Hot hey, jokes. I got a micro dick. What of it? Um, so, all you... No, I'm playing. Um, and on a serious note, I think we have to address the fact that people need to stop using such minuscule, like, displays of... Whatever, like it's not, it's not a grand gesture to do that. To go on, it's like it's nice to go on there and say like, "Hey, I'm trying to represent and whatever." But then you have to follow it up. You have to do something else, like and contribute to 
like a, a small local black business or like encourage your friends to to donate to fundraisers for people who are being wrongfully imprisoned or like how you get a white guy and a black guy who commit the same crime and one guy sentenced much much more harshly because of the color of his skin like and i think i have this argument all the time with certain people and they're like it's not systematic it doesn't exist everybody should just be treated how they're treated and it it uh, it exists both ways. Like, someone told me, oh, you're going to act that way because I'm black or, or whatever. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. There are people who play that card, but it really does happen. I've played that card myself, but um, that was I to mean, get out of a situation. That I've had people situation. tell me before that I wouldn't provide a service to them because they were black. And I'm like, no, I'm very pro-black like pro black lives matter. No, so, no, 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 no. He's pro-life. He, he, he hates all women. I had I, I had to pause because I was really gonna go into the the pro life pro choice argument, and no. I was gonna say I'm not pro choice I'm pro abortion. <laughs> no, 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 guys, see, same here, but I'm pro all abortion. Like I didn't want to live. Someone really, someone really asked me um, recently, like, you know, I bet you would be angry if someone tried to kill you now, or if someone tried to kill you when you were in the womb and didn't have a chance to defend yourself. No, I wouldn't. One, in all seriousness, because I wouldn't fucking know. Two, because I don't want to be here, man. <laughs> okay, now, do you drink coffee with, uh, I mean, just black or with uh, cream? <laughs> I will drink it just black. Sometimes I put just a little bit of sugar in it. Black coffee. You mean white sugar in your black coffee? No, I use, I use natural cane sugar, actually, which is a nice caramel color. Okay. Guys, yeah. He's Guys, he's good. He's good. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I chose my words carefully. I chose my words carefully. <laughs> no, but not seriously. So I mean, like, um, I know, like, the black square thing. I know the social movement. Um, did like, I mean, for the first month, um, I read somewhere that it increased like the people's awareness of black-owned stuff, um, by like six hundred and forty percent. Um, and I think uh, I got that on like Zoom info, if, if I'm not wrong. Uh, but yeah, um. Uh, as far as that though, I mean, like after that, it just kind of—I mean, it all just kind of uh, declined um, towards like the same month. And you can hear Nick just furiously like trying to um, fact check me, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just trying to do a search and see if there's anything I can like look at because you know I I, I just searched what did the Blackout Tuesday movement do for the Black community. Um, it, I mean, can we be honest though? It ain't do shit. Like, it helped for, like, a month, but then, like... And I feel like that's what's, what always happens, though, is that it's it's basically these people who want to stand up on their soapbox and say, hey, look at me, I'm doing this very, very superficial, like, thing. It takes no deep thought or critical thinking processes whatsoever. It takes no resources from you, like, out of your pocket or any, or, you know, intrinsic... Where you go out and you do something because you feel better about yourself. Because, let's face it, true altruism doesn't exist. Because if someone tells me it does and they say, I go out and I, I contribute to charity, why do you do that? It makes you feel better. So there's a benefit. Because if you don't know, altruism means you know the act of doing something with expecting nothing in return or no benefits for yourself. Which just doesn't exist. Like, you can, you can be like, oh, yes it does, people. Altruism exists. Like if you've ever watched The Grinch, 
and Sidney Lou Who is trying to nominates the Grinch for um, the holiday cheermeister. And the mayor says, is oh. This, wait, wait, wait. Is this Jim Carrey's The Grinch? Yes, yes. Okay. Not Benedict Cumberbatch's. <laughs> okay. And the mayor goes, oh, Lou, what an altruistic daughter you have. So that's what he means, is that she's, you know, doing something nice for someone else and not expecting anything in return. However, she feels good because she did that. So she did get something in return. So, and, and I'll be honest, I give to, to like, campaigns or like things on facebook or gofundmes because yes it's a good thing to do but also the tax benefit it's also it's like it's pretty great it is like (laughs) i was just starting to do my taxes a few minutes ago and to to try to get all that prepared and some of the questions are like did you donate to any charitable contributions it's like i wish i would have because they're all tax deductible but god damn right they are (laughs) but um yeah, you can't do these surface level like acts of whatever because it's not an altruistic thing in the in the pure sense of the word because it doesn't exist. You're doing it to get clout. Ooh, big facts. Also, have you given a black person twenty dollars for a coffee? I don't think you have. <laughs> have you gotten twenty dollars for what? Nah, I mean, have you not seen that thing on Twitter where like white guys give like. Girls like twenty bucks for a coffee because oh, you have a black friend and I feel your pain. It's like, dude, twenty bucks for my pain is fucking insulting. So they trying to play reparate? Are they trying to pay reparations with their coffee money? Yes, I'm like, dude, it's like, it's not how it works. I, I mean, like, if you pay me twenty bucks for my pain, dude, for, for being black, I would beat your ass like on site, bro. I'm probably a eunuch. I'll like, take this. I'm like, I'll say take this twenty dollars. Go get a box of ammunition. <laughs> fucking end me. <laughs> Okay. Because it's so insulting. I swear. Like, and and in general, like, I mean, I mean, as a black person, I've also felt that, like, whenever, like, companies do these ads where it's like, we support the black cause, it's always like, I mean, thanks for saying that you care about your black buyers who instead, well, in turn, um, they feel your company and makes you hella profit. Let's be honest, though. If a company, like, didn't go and market towards black people, they would make no money. Because we are the culture. Alright, I'm just gonna bring it up. If if at some point along the way we get followers, and you're only the third episode in, and it makes you stop listening, good for fucking you. Exactly. exactly. Um, But, Elvis Presley. Oh, man. You mean the black person who wrote for Elvis Presley? So, if you've grown up in Tennessee, or you've grown up listening to, like, blues or country music or whatever, you've heard of Elvis, right? You've probably heard of Elvis anyways, but, like, mm-hmm. Memphis is, you know, like, Graceland, Elvis is home, and people are like, oh, I love Elvis so much, like, he was such a heartthrob, blah, blah, blah. First of all, the dude looks like he had Bell's palsy, okay? Not that I'm, like, knocking on anybody, because I don't look like, you know, the best thing in the world, but... The guy's manager literally acknowledged the fact that he was exploiting his similar movements and sound to black people in the industry and the music that they made and said, I know that because he's white, I can have him sing these same songs, literally the same, not the same beat or anything like that. He took music from other people or their names would be typed so small on the production label, whatever, they wouldn't get any credit. 
and he would sing their he would he would perform their music. Well, I mean, this was like the forties or. So this was like the original yeah. appropriate, not original, but like in in our lifetime, like appropriating black culture. I wasn't and, alive in the forties, so I mean, like. And it's so annoying to see how people idolize this dude, when the whole ploy of his manager's campaign for him was if I could say the N word, I would sell out. What? And, like, there are people that we know who were alive during this. Like, it's not that long ago. But, no, what I was looking up a few minutes ago is, and I, and I know that um, different, you know, informants and media channels have their political biases. So, to disclose that, it's it's from CNN, but it was... You mean um, the Clinton News Network? <laughs> but it's, it's kind of a different take that I didn't think of when they were talking about the... You know, the hashtag Black Lives Matter and hashtag Blackout Tuesday, all this stuff. And it was people, like, mental health advocates for the Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. And they were saying, like, like don't use the tag and, and don't use, you know, don't blow up social media with this because you're blocking, like, actual news stories about what's going on with Black Lives Matter. Like, all pe- they, people log into Facebook and they see Black Square, Black Square, Black Square, and nothing else. And it's like, you, you don't see what's going on over here. You don't, you know, it's just, and that's the thing is like, people all want to jump on board and say, I'm doing something. I'm doing something. I mean, I also, I'm one of those people who are like, I mean, from my friends, a lot, I mean, I like to know what, I mean, if they do something for like black people, cause yeah, I'm, I mean, I'll help out cause I'm black. Like, so, I mean, I like to like move t- towards like equality but as far as, like, strangers online who just do it for the clout, like, I mean, the social, like, media influencers, I'm always like, dude, I mean, why do I care how much you donated? It's it's really fucking stupid. I mean, if you care in general, donate. If, you, if you're if you just doing it, just say, hey, I donated, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, like Virgil. <laughs> Uh, the off-white uh, designer. How um, I think he he donated like 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 uh fifty bucks and he made uh, um a big deal. I mean, can we can we do this too? I, I'm gonna go off on a tangent for a second. We'll come back to this, but like in terms of charitable donations, if you're a billionaire and you make a fifty thousand dollar donation, it means nothing to me. Because that is nothing to you. It's if, absolutely nothing. But if you're a billionaire and you give me 50 grand, like, personally... That means something to me. That means For something. Sure. <laughs> that means something. For sure. But what you guys, you guys don't understand, and I think Elon Musk recently passed Jeff Bezos as the richest man in the world. Um, which, by the way, guys, like, I, I do think we should eat the rich, but um, it... It is the value of the stocks that these individuals hold. So they would have to liquidate all of their holdings to have this amount of money. Which would make them broke-ish. But if they did that, the value of the stock, it would lose all value. Yeah, because if you sell... Well, if there's a massive influx of new stock that's on the market... um, Because, I mean, it's all like uh, supply and demand. Because, I mean, it's all what economics is. But I mean, let's be people on Wall Street. Those and, and people billionaires, they run the game. They treat America's economy like it's a like it's a casino, anyways. Goddamn right. Which, if you didn't hear, the value of GameStop went up tremendously today. Thank you, Reddit. Because of redditors, 
who, like casual buyers, bought a shit ton of GameStop stock, GameStop stock, thought that, you know, it was just a joke or whatever. Well, they bought so much that it drove the actual value up and, you know, supply and demand. And actual real-life investors on Wall Street were like, oh, shit, GameStop, like, has value now. So, it was a short options or short short stock uh, sellers or whatever? Yeah, they lost, like, a so, lot of money. Yeah, so they thought, like, oh, shit, it's got that. So, they were buying a shit ton of it. Well, all these Redditors dished out. They were like, fuck you. I'm going to sell it. And then they lost, like, those real-life real, real life investors who do this as a job, who play the econ- you know the economy like it's a casino, like which, guess what? Like, went out of money. I mean, which, the when, like, I guess what? You got business. fucked, buddy. Yeah, I mean, like, they went out of business. You've been doing the same. <laughs> you've been doing the same shit. And they were literally going into what they're like trying to tell them on the on the trading floor to like stop trading. Mm-hmm. But guess what? If I'm buying stocks and I lose out and my value goes way down, I'm losing that money. I don't get to go tell them to stop. Like just because you're the elite doesn't mean you get to play the system. Fucking lose your money, brat. But um, yeah, that shit was funny. Also, uh, black people, if we stop, like um, okay. If we stop spending the trillion dollars um, that we spend every year or so on the economy, like, let's just see how, like, the U.S. economy turns. I mean, like, I know it's, like, unrealistic because, I mean, I'm going to need clothes, food, and everything. But at, at the same time, though, like, if that was, like, taken away, like, how many things would, like, cease to exist? I do, I do want to... Go back to this though, where like Jeff Bezos or like a billionaire, right? Like someone yeah. or someone with Jeff Bezos' money donates fifty thousand dollars to charity. That's a great donation, right? Yeah, I mean, like if I had a charity, somebody donated objectively. Like 50 grand. I, uh, yeah, objectively, yeah. it's a great donation. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's great for you on the receiving end of it. But fifty thousand, okay, divided by the one hundred and eighty-two billion dollars. That Jeff Bezos has. Okay. That is point zero 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 two seven percent of his net worth. To put that into perspective, if you had one hundred thousand dollars in assets, okay, disposable income. $100,000 that you could afford to lose that would be two pennies. Two cents. $100,000 you gave two pennies. And if someone with $100,000 of disposable income walked up to a charitable cause and gave them two pennies It'd be like a fuck you, right? And if you gave me two pennies for being black, I'd stab you, like right there. <laughs> it's like if you go, it's like when you go to a restaurant and like first of all, I try to tip twenty percent no matter what, and you should too, because waiters and waitresses have it hard. But some and, of them are like pure shit. But like, you know, I went to a restaurant one time and we were just getting drinks. Yeah, and, I, yeah, I think it was me and you, right? Yeah. And um who else was it? It was somebody else. And we're waiting for a drink. We got the first one. About 45 minutes later, look over. Our waitress is sitting at a booth with another, like, with a random customer. It was freaking annoying. Just chit-chatting. So she got, I, whatever my bill was, I rounded it up to the next dollar and gave her that in change. Like, because that sends a message. 
So people have like there have been people that say, "Hey, don't leave no tip. Leave like pennies or like that sends a message, right? Like it's an insult. Like, oh, you left something, but you know this means nothing to me. That is what that donation looks like to me. Because I get that for anyone on the outside looking at it, that's a ton of money. And that's, I mean, that's going to help the charity. But. Also, also, can we also, like, you know, talk about how, like, if we have the minimum wage to, like, 15 per hour, that will help narrow, like, the race and Let's let's and well, like let's get into it, man. Like, let's get into it. L- l- if you I'm can't like, hear, my hands are on my head. If they can't hear you, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, but listen. So let's let's start off. Let's preface this. We're gonna get back to Brian. I kind of took over because I when I start talking about this stuff because I talk about it so much to other people that it just pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest argument is. If minimum wage goes up, then prices of goods and services go up, right? Yeah. So if that is the argument, then one could say that we agree that goods and services and the price of minimum wage has a direct correlation. Is that correct? It's true. So then why, if there's a direct uh, correlation between the two, has the prices of goods and services continued to go up year after year over the past several decades and minimum wage has not adjusted to match. Minimum wage was set in 2009, right? The federal minimum wage is currently 7.25 an hour set in 2009, I believe. Even that was like not like minimum enough to live. Okay, that's over a decade yeah. ago. Alright, so it's not... Like, you have to understand, just think about it. Because what's really changing, the the variable that people don't want to talk about, companies are not going to have to work people less time. They're not going to have to fire people. They would just make less profit. Because, they would make less profit. Yeah. But the thing, but the the thing here is, they're already profitable. Yes. And because, we know that. Because let's be honest, if your business is struggling to pay your employees... You shouldn't be in business in the first place. You shouldn't. You should have started off a lot smaller, had a lot less expenses, and and worked to build up your savings until you could afford to pay your employees a livable wage. The people who make $15 or $20 an hour who are getting angry about people potentially making $15 an hour, stop being mad at them for having a livable wage and be mad at your boss for, for exporting not you, you as cheap labor. <laughs> yeah. Like... I mean, yeah, because an EMT, like... Sh- yeah, I mean, like sixteen per hour sounds nice, but but fun for an EMT, that's that, fucking shit. That's the comparison that I see all the time. Is is like this guy gets paid fifteen dollars an hour to do this, or like McDonald's workers want fifteen dollars an hour to do this. This guy just got done losing a patient after a fifteen hour shift, and he gets paid fifteen. So pay him more. He's doing a lot more than fifteen bucks an hour of work. I'll so tell you pay that. him more. <laughs> like, Why are you mad? That someone who's working a job where they go they go work 40 hours a week at a job that, by the way, you demand the service from. Because, and, 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 I mean, and also, like, if you clean my house, right, and you do a pretty good job at it, right, and I pay you 10 bucks for, like, that one hour, how are you going to feel, right? <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. And there's... If you want to look at it, there's a, a thread on Twitter. I have it somewhere, and I, I don't feel like stalling long enough to find it here. But um, basically, there's a thing called the Big Mac Index, and it's basically just a measure of purchasing power. 
So a lot of people, and someone, someone I saw the other day liked to use the example of a gallon of milk. They were like, uh, your pay is now this, so now you're in a higher tax bracket, so the gallon of milk went up to this, so congratulations, the gallon of milk that you could once afford, you can no longer afford. And they thought that the gallon of milk was going to go up by $8. Are you crazy? Okay, first of all, in Denmark, the minimum wage of a McDonald's employee is about $22 an hour. The Big Mac costs 80 cents more than it does in the U.S., so you're out of your fucking mind. Well, also because they use like high quality ingredients in, in the U.S. too. So like there's that because they actually have like actual like standards there. <laughs> yeah, they do. We get fucking fillers. I, by the way, I don't care what you tell me is in McDonald's chicken nuggets, and I'm a problem. I'm part of the problem here, okay? Because I don't care what you tell me is in uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets. I'm gonna eat them. I'm gonna dip them in that tangy barbecue sauce. I'm gonna it, fucking shove them down my gullet, okay? It's real chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> But you're fucking out of your mind if you think that the price of milk is going to go up eight dollars, or that Big Macs are going to cost five dollars, or that your Taco Bell dry, or your Taco Bell drive-through meal is going to become a sit-down restaurant meal now. You're fucking stupid. Like, I want you to understand because you're so indoctrinated by the idea of capitalism and that you could one day be as successful as Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, which you won't. I it, promise it, you. Like, I am closer to being in debt than I am to being a millionaire. Like, hey, so if it like, makes you feel any better, you're closer to being a millionaire than any billionaire is. Uh, true. It's a bigger di- It's a bigger gap between you being a millionaire and they are. Okay? It's not going to happen. It's not... Don't say... But what... It, it's not going to happen. Okay? I mean, the American dream is great if you, like, you, have all the wealth and have hella advantages. <laughs> yeah. And also... You're saying, you're out, by agreeing with that, you're outright saying that you are happier with people suffering because there's a chance that you might be a millionaire than just having enough money to survive, period. Okay? Because it's not about wanting someone else to have the same amount of money as you do if they don't do the same amount of work. It's wanting everyone to have basic, livable wages. Okay? If you have the same money as them, it's because of your employer... Wanting to have a larger profit margin, okay? I promise you, go right now on your computer, right now, go look at the profit margin of a company 10 years ago versus now and see the difference. They can afford to pay their employees more. They were profitable then, they'll still be profitable, they can still pay their employees, and we can all have livable wages, but you fucking fucks. And let's be honest, too. Like, there's this thing called being too big to fucking fail. Like, if Apple is worth $2 trillion now, right? If they said, hey, we have no money, would the government, like, go and let them fail? I don't think so. It's what happened in, in uh, 2008, like, where all these other companies, like, had no money. And the government is like, ah, well, if you just consolidate some shit, here's some money. It's happening now. That's what, like, that's what the argument is about the stimulus packages. Oh, yeah, they're like, like you, cruise ships. Oh, they're like, God. you want to pay individuals? Why would we do that? Also, can we just take a second with this, with all of it, okay? Think about student debt. If someone wasn't spending the next 10 to 15 years paying back loans that they're never going to get out of, that they're always going to be upside down in, they would be putting that money into the economy. You're like, oh, you owe the government. Bitch, what's your credit score? And, Do you know how much money the government owes? And, Why are you asking me what I owe? And 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 what is government if if it doesn't work for the people? Oh wait, it's America. Put them, <laughs> guys. When we get our mixer, we'll we'll put those sound effects in there. That's not how that works. But um, 
It's not you. <laughs> but anyways. Oh shit, oh shit, dude. Are you coughing? COVID! Oh, exactly. I don't know, man. It's to incision. Respect black people. Don't do surface level acts of what you think are kindness just to catch clout. Go out and do something at a deeper level. And the more you talk about it, the less it means. And shout out to Joe Biden for doing an executive order that um, strengthened like anti um, well crap uh, anti discrimination uh, towards housing policies because like let's be honest though everyone should like have a chance to get a fucking house if they need one yeah you absolutely need a place to live yeah I mean and that's also my other thing though is that like can we talk about how like people are still homeless when we have all this fucking like land and money that like hey like no one ever needs like a 6,000 square foot house you don't you don't I So, is that it? Did we solve a... We didn't solve everything? anything, but I think we just raised my blood pressure, to say the least. But but respect, you know, people of any color. Respect people in general. Um, minimum wage going up is not going to drive the prices of goods and services up by as much as you think it will. If anything, people aren't going to lose their jobs. And if they do, it's because the company is greedy and wants a higher profit margin. And you should be angry at them. Not the people who want to live. And uh, legalize taking naps at work because that's important. There are also several studies that show that a four-day work week uh, increases productivity without cutting pay. But, you know, why would we want to be progressive when we can stick to traditionalist values and, you know, shit on the people younger than you because you raised that generation and somehow it's their fault for being the way they are. Except if you're Zeus, then you are fucking that generation. Which we're gonna get into because we've decided that every week we're gonna name one more person that Zeus has fucked. Oh, Nick. Who do you fuck next? <laughs> Coming to you live from Mount Olympus. <laughs> Who's Zeus fucking Yay! <laughs> We don't even need sound effects, baby! No. So, story number two on this top five Zeus's lovers and their crazy stories. Which, after these five stories, we're going to get a little bit more in-depth on these things and figure out what these other gods and goddesses and demigods did and their relationship with Zeus and all this stuff. But today, we're going to talk about Europa. Oh, that's a mountain. Oh, volcano. I forgot what it was. It's also it's, a continent, but what... Or a country? A continent? A, a country? A continent. Is Europe a country or a continent? <laughs> uh, Europe, it's a continent! It's a continent! No, it's not. Yeah, Europe is not. Europe is a continent. Eurasia. Eurasia, because Europe and Asia. Is you it? Mean, yeah. Have you looked at a fucking map? <laughs> Don't fucking call me in Asia. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you... It's, it's Eurasia. I know Eurasia's a thing. Yeah, because oh, it's God, guys. Oh, God, guys. This is one of those classic levels of being way too educated. Oh, my God. To fucking oh. know simple answers. <laughs> I'll up. tell you what. I know Antarctica. Okay, so we have Antarctica. Antarctica. That's one. North the, America, South America. The Americas. A- uh, um, um, Australia. Greenland. Is, wait, is that a thing? Greenland's a country. <laughs> Iceland. No, is it's it? a country. Australia okay. is the only one that's a country and a continent. Yes. That's that four. Then we have Europe. Yeah. Europe and Asia. They're two separate continents. No. Af- uh, there are seven. Did you say Africa? Africa. 
Africa's Africa's a Africa's Africa's a continent. It's Africa, Antarctica, Asia, Australia. Europe. I said Asia. So it's Europe. Another so Europe is a continent. <laughs> yes. I thought the Eurasia thing. I thought Europe was attacked. People, by it Asia. is people do say Eurasia, but it's like more in the context of historical immigration and like how the movement patterns of humans throughout time and like how we populated and, different areas and how they all went from africa to everywhere else yes i agree yeah we're kind of forever <laughs> but um all right so europa so we're gonna just this is just more so for like random knowledge than anything and we just found it kind of interesting a friend of ours said that we should do one on on each show so we kind of jumped into it but um europa had an affair with zeus when he was married to hera one day, Europa, with her friends, went off gathering flowers by the sea. Zeus noticed them, fell in love with Europa, and changed himself into a white bull that smelled of flowers. That must have been interesting. He laid down in front of her, and uh, she slid onto its back. Instantly, the bull charged off, plunging into the sea, and began to swim rapidly away from the shore. Europa saw that a whole procession had joined them. Nereids, riding dolphins, Triton blowing his horn, and even Poseidon, the ruler of the waters. From this, she realized that the bull must be a god, and she pleaded to pity her. Zeus spoke to her and explained his love. He took her to Crete, where he had been raised, and promised her that she would bear him many famous sons. Among them was also the infamous Minos. So yeah, this dude really just said, Hey, I fancy a time with you. Turned himself into a bull that smelled like flowers. Which, I don't I don't know about you, but like if I'm a woman... I see a bull. I'm scared, dude. I'm not just gonna walk and be like, "Oh, you smell like flowers," and also, jump on his back. Also, can we talk about the white privilege that uh, the Zeus had? <laughs> I, Zeus was about as white as Jesus was. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, but like, let's talk about the privilege that he had, though. Oh, well, he's Greek, though, so he could yeah, be white. Yeah, I mean, they get more of an olive tone, though. Oh no, I mean, I've I've seen some pretty white Greeks. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, he's. I mean, this man like like. He really just women. goes around and fucks anything. Though. And then and then it's like. What's it, wild though is I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. Up until we started like looking at these on this podcast, um, I really thought that Zeus. I like I didn't think about the fact that he's a god and he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, I thought Zeus in his traditional romanticized like human jacked form was going around just like fucking women, right? Nah, he. No, nah, this dude to... turns into water and. And fucks Danae or Danny, whatever we said it was last week. Like, just just waters, just flows into her womb. And then this week, into he turns crevices. into a bull. And it also says, you know, this these articles are about their crazy, like, crazy love stories. I want to know how this how this happened, like, romantically. I, I mean, I want to know how, like, somebody said, I'm, I'm going to go and combine this stuff. And, like, and, like, and... and and put it in a website. Like, <laughs> he's it's very interesting. But think about it. This woman didn't think that it wasn't the the okay. random bull laying down who smelled like flowers and then charging into the ocean that made her think it might be a god. It was like Poseidon and Nereids riding dolphins and Triton blowing. Like, can you imagine? Zeus is just like. Uh, also, why is Zeus's god buddies just like, hey man, you about to smash? And also like. <laughs> What what are the chances of a white bull? A white bull. She well, do you think they were that like? I don't think they're that common though. You think they were that savvy with like? Because they didn't have the internet. They didn't have like social media platforms or news where they could see the the prevalence of white versus black bulls. Yeah. But... Although the black bulls should be respected. <laughs> <laughs> and the black bulls have bigger packages. 
They absolutely. Hey, I'll tell you this right now. Have you seen a Belgian cow? Is it the floofy motherfucker? No, it's a no. I, I swear it's a buff one. It's a, oh maybe it's a Belgian blue bull. I don't know. Yeah, it's muscular as fuck. Yeah, it's called a Belgian blue bull. Damn. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're a little bit over our time. We'll um we'll get back to you next week. Um, we appreciate you listening to us. If anyone does listen regularly, if not, we could care less. Um, actually, it's we couldn't care less. You know what? We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>